Welcome to Unprofessional and Unprepared, our lighthearted weekly conversation about sports, life, fatherhood, and whatever else comes up with no script and no preparation. I'm your host, Jason Gerber, and this week we have a special episode to open 2022. We are going to deviate from our normal format and bring you our first ever award show. To help hand out trophies for achievements in 2021, I'm joined tonight by three of the best ever. Co-host Phil Danko is here. Hey, Gerbs. Happy New Year. You too, buddy. Thanks. Jack of all trades, Chuck Rambaldo is here. Happy New Year, man. Tommy the Iceman Burke breaks a personal record with his second straight appearance on the show. Tommy, how are you? Gerbs, it's nice in 2022 to be invited or something. Thanks. <laughs> well, you're one for one, man. <laughs> it's, I know. it's the first yeah. day of the year. Yep. <laughs> Good luck with tomorrow. <laughs> Fellas, we are going to start tonight with a pre-show red carpet segment and then get to the awards and handing out the hardware. Just to look ahead for the rest of the week, we are going to record again this week with a late night bonus episode after the Brown Steelers Monday night football game because we wanted to make sure we get that covered, but we didn't want to wait to do a whole episode until after the game. Now that we know where we're going, let's hit the red carpet. Tommy Burke, who are you wearing tonight? Uh, let's see, uh, Under Armour and uh, maybe a little bit of uh, Adidas. Thanks. Gorgeous. You're glowing. You know, Tom, all of your fans know what a huge NBA fan you are. And the Cavs lost three in a row this week with their biggest loss, Ricky Rubio's season-ending ACL tear. Do you think Rajon Rondo is the solution to losing Rubio? I think he'll help. I don't think he's the answer to losing Rubio, but I think he'll help. We showed the other night that uh, we definitely need some better point guard play. And there were times definitely, obviously, when Trey Young was taking it to us in that second half. All of a sudden, he couldn't miss. Didn't have a very good first half. And all of a sudden, second, second half, he was just, just being a dick. He was making that Yeah, I felt that um, way, too. And I Remember, you're on the been... red carpet, so you can't say, like, he's being a dick. No, I can't. Um, <laughs> this is my red carpet. Rondo, not known for his offense. Definitely known for his better defense. But also a good uh, distributor. So I think that would have worked perfect the other night, at least, in that game. Just having a Coro on Trey Young wasn't working. I think it would have been nice to have two guys out there that could defend on the on the perimeter. I think he'll be a nice addition. I mean, you know, it's not it's not perfect, but uh, it'll work. I think they should probably have a point guard. You know, while while Garland is on the COVID list, they should have somebody to run the team. I really don't think that Pangos is the answer, and I don't mm. think Okoro would be the answer either. Next week, the Cavs have Memphis coming to town on Tuesday night before they start another West Coast swing with games against Portland and Golden State. Trailblazers, really, really bad. Memphis and Golden State, really, really good. Chucky, Cavs getting two? No, one. <laughs> against the bad team uh, and, <laughs> i'd like them to get two but again i'm gonna say they're not gonna play uh any meaningful games against the warriors until the finals like i said earlier so uh, they'll probably lose that one <laughs> and lose to memphis so phil what do you think can the Cavs get two next week i have no idea when Rondo's supposed to actually suit up for the Cavs. Um, but I think if they get Rondo and Garland back at some point during that, maybe they get another victory there. You definitely need Garland's points. And that's the only way you're beating a team like Memphis or, or Golden State. Short of that, if we're trotting out there with the team that has been playing well, just not well enough to win, I feel like I agree with Chuck here. We're going to get one win on that trip. Tom, what do you think? Yeah, I would have to agree. One on that trip. They were showing the calendar too. Like, we have like a six game road yeah. trip. Is it, is this part of the six game road trip? Yeah, I think this is the yeah. this is yeah. the start of it. That's gonna be rough. So, um, but you know what? Getting Rondo 
And I mean, Garland's got to come back at some point, right? Is he on the, uh, the he's on the COVID day, list. Um, Yeah, is he on a, like a thirty day? Well, I don't even think he's been out a week yet, right? No, but the NBA is um, it's strange. They were shortening it though to like they, they are days. shortening it. Yeah, they're not they're not going to tell anyone if he's symptomatic or not. So if he's actually ill, he could be out for quite some time. Right. True. Sure. So hopefully he comes back though here at some point. Actually, if he comes back and you have Rondo, I think we can play with basically anyone i'll still say one out of three in those those you know first three games no, i changed that i'm going two out of three we're taking memphis too oh wow all yeah. right i like it i like the enthusiasm i think one is probably the safe bet i mean the fact of the matter is is until they have the point guard position worked out it's tough to win games the big guys are great it's nice to have mobley and allen back kevin love is still playing lights out but you need a point guard um, you can't win in the NBA without a point card. That's probably a fact. And so we, we need to get that position worked out in order to keep winning games. But that's where they're at. Chuck, by the way, two of these games are on the West Coast. So those yeah. are starting after my bedtime. You got to watch those. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, I will plan on watching them. No problem. All right. Hey, everybody, look, it's Phil Danko. Phil, hey. you're hey. brilliant on the show. Great to see you tonight. <laughs> Tell me about your look. I'm sporting a uh, an annual trip T-shirt by Chuck Rimbaldo. It's the Cherry Creek collection. Oh, there yeah, I love that one. Very nice. Yeah, see. Yeah. Very comfortable. Uh, very comfortable. It's extreme. It's it's <laughs> like I've owned it for a decade. It is so soft, and it hugs me in all the right places. I really want to thank you for diving in fully on the bit, Phil. <laughs> Thanks so much, man. <laughs> so anyway. I'm the co-host, man. I, you know, I'm in it to win it. <laughs> Phil, Ohio State played Utah today in the Rose Bowl. Were you surprised the Buckeyes decided to play the first half without their defense? I actually was not surprised. I was watching this Buckeyes defense shit the bed all season with a bunch of guys that now decided not to play today because they may be playing professionally shortly. So I thought, well, this is going to be bad on the defensive side of the ball. So I wasn't surprised that the defense didn't show up and I thought it was going to turn into a shootout. And sure enough, that's what we saw. Tommy, what was your favorite part about the Ohio State game today? Uh, winning the, the game at the end uh, was uh, very nice. That first half was just a crazy first half. It was it was nuts. Uh, every time Ohio State felt like they were maybe getting some momentum, uh, n- you know, next thing you know, a guy returns the kick. I hate watching Ohio State without having a good defense. That is just so frustrating to watch. The offense obviously was not struggling. Uh, they had no answer for uh, Jackson uh, Smith and Jigba. So, I mean, that was that was fun to watch. Um, but just getting the win because I, I did not know where this was going to go and it wasn't going yeah. well in the first half. And so just getting that win and getting the, the Rose Bowl victory was nice. Chucky, is Tommy being too hard on this defense? They only gave up 10 points in the second half. I mean, it's a nice, nice adjustment. I don't know if he's being too hard on them because they've been the question mark all year, but I'm kind of with Tom. At the end of the day, it wins a win uh, in the Rose Bowl. I mean, I'm happy about it, I guess, but I'm not going to be critiquing it too much because they came back to win the game. Hey, everybody, it's Chuck Rambaldo. <laughs> what? Chuck, we know hey. this is your first red hey. carpet. How does it feel? Actually, it feels great. It's been a wonderful day. Going to the new year, right? If you're going to ask me what I'm wearing, I'm ready. Yeah, no? <laughs> please. We yes. are asking. <laughs> who, who are you wearing tonight? <laughs> I'm wearing uh, Under Armour Yoggers. The J is soft or silent. Uh, I'm wearing an homage Fancy. t-shirt underneath, uh, an homage hoodie sweatshirt. So I am um, homaged out today. Did you say homage or Amish? Amish, but Amish would be better. Made out of <laughs> made, made out of butter. butter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. And, <laughs> Unbreakable. Made of Unbreakable. made of butter and sheep intestine. 
Nice. Chucky, while we have you, what do you, what do you want to tell your fans about our college football pick'em challenge? Uh, I don't know how I ended up, but yeah, it's a real good time. I'm glad that you brought in the uh, the lines. It made it much more difficult, I assume, for me to pick winners. It was enjoyable, and I watched almost none of the games I picked, uh, so I feel real good about where I ended up. Well, it's not over yet, but you're currently tied oh. for third place. <clears throat> With my wife, Miller's in second place with six points. Miller's actually picked five straight games correctly. Uh, Denko comfortably in control. Perfect four for four this week. Nine total points. The challenge is going to end with the national championship game, which is January 10th. So on our next show that we do next weekend, we'll have four more picks all related to that game. So mathematically, Denko has not won yet, but it's getting pretty close. Well, fellas, that's all the time we have for the red carpet. We've got to take a break and then get on with the award show. (laughs) Unprofessional and unprepared is brought to you by hummus. Snack time can be trouble for any waistline. We all know chips, Cheetos, and cheese are bad choices for any guy looking to keep it tight. But Even the most disciplined snackers can get caught in an unhealthy trap when they try to keep it healthy with veggies and dips. Those dips can be high in fat, calories, and cholesterol. That's right. Even your carrot sticks and celery sticks are carrying junk to your gut when dipped in ranch, blue cheese, or delicious queso. That's why we here at Unprofessional and Unprepared are proud to dip our sticks in hummus. Hummus is the low-cal, low-fat, low-good snack topping for the active mid-40s male. Made of equal parts dirt and water, hummus is the perfect dip for any diet. Healthy and high in grit, hummus helps you stay on point and reminds you how much you love plain carrots. You can even get hummus in assorted flavors like garlic dirt, sun-roasted tomato dirt, and spicy dirt. So drop those creamy, delicious dips and get healthy and dirty with hummus. Hummus! It's dirt for your food. Welcome back, fellas, and welcome to our first ever award show. I want you to know that before we got here tonight, I put a lot of thought into what our awards should be called. I thought of calling them the Landys after Cleveland and the land. And then I found out that there are already Landy Awards. It is an award given out every year for the best like search optimization tool on the internet. It's called a Landy, so we couldn't use that one. Um, I thought about 40s. Because we've had some great shows with 40s. I thought about the Moseys after Moses Cleveland. But then just a little research indicates that he may have tricked Native Americans into giving him Cleveland. So I didn't think that was a good one for us to go with. I thought about the Lions after our beloved high school alma mater mascot. But in the end, I decided on an homage to Cleveland's greatest landmark, the Terminal Tower. So tonight we are giving Golden Towers. We'll be awarding towers and categories related to Cleveland sports and this show. Ready for your first golden towers? Yes. Yes. Let's get to the nominees. Our first category, the kid 2021 best young rising star athlete in Cleveland professional sports. Your first nominee, Jeremiah Owoso Koromoa. In 12 games, he has 67 tackles, one and a half sacks. Uh, Your next nominee, Miles Straw. In 60 games, he batted 285 and helped solidify the Indians' outfield defense last season. Next nominee, Darius Garland, the only point guard left in Cleveland. Uh, he's averaging 19.5 points, 7.5 
assists. He's shooting like 40% from three. Uh, your next nominee, Fran Mill Reyes. 30 home runs, 85 RBIs, and only 115 games this year. Honorable mention. Didn't quite make the cut. Brian Shaw. Phil, where's your vote for the kid 2021 Golden Tower? <laughs> so I've got four options, and it's JOK, Garland, Straw, and Fran Mill. Yep. Wow, that's pretty tough. I think um, maybe this is kind of like a, a recency bias, I guess. I'm going to give it to Garland because I think he is the prototypical 2022 guard in the NBA where that dude is going to just light it up and score from anywhere on the court and somehow distribute the ball at the same time. Chuck, who gets your vote? I think it might be JOK for me, just because I'm not sure we've ever had a linebacker who's that athletic and that fast, that big of a problem this early in his career. Now, it could all go to shit, but this year I have been more impressed <laughs> than not every time he's on the field. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, he can get injured or whatever, but his speed is ridiculous um he has neutralized players that the browns haven't been able to do that in the last few years so i think uh, moving forward that guy could be a linebacker in cleveland for a very long time tommy uh i'm gonna go with that spring chicken uh brian shaw uh that's, no, no, no he uh, wasn't official choice. he was only an honorable mention oh <laughs> No, I'm going JOK. JOK um, was brought on for a reason, and he's actually fulfilling <laughs> the reason why we brought him on, which is to take on teams like Baltimore, you know, and just having that speed from sideline to sideline. Uh, he's a ridiculous athlete. This this is a defense that needed that kind of speed. And so going back to what Ohio State earlier, yeah, they need that kind of speed too. Their defense is terrible. They need a JOK. On Ohio State. He still might have eligibility. Maybe he could go back. <laughs> I'm hope I'm hoping. My God. Slowest defense ever. But anyways, for the Browns, he's been great. JOK is getting my vote too. Although Garland was really close and Miles Straw too. I'm excited to see what Miles Straw does next season. I think Garland is such a perfect match with the like the young big guys on the team that that's a great core for the Cavs. But JOK was a second round pick that should have been a first round pick and I think is going to have first round pick impact on that defense for a lot of years so jok congratulations you just won a golden tower for the kid 2021 next category the c-town goat 2021 cleveland's athlete of the year first nominee miles garrett dominant member of the d for the cleveland browns next nominee jose ramirez for the cleveland indians last season cleveland guardians of course this year i uh, hit 266 36 home runs 103 rbis this past season, Katie Najat, a Clevelander who won a gold medal in the pole vault at the Olympics. Nick Chubb, your last nominee, maybe the most important guy on the Browns, period, going forward. Honorable mention for the Seagoat 2021, Ben Gamble. <laughs> Remember that guy? <laughs> caveman center fielder? Yeah. <laughs> caveman center fielder, Ben Gamble. All right, Chucky. Chucky, who's your C-Town yeah. goat for 2021? <laughs> <laughs> well, only one of them's got a gold medal, but she did steal the Cleveland This Is For You uh, deal. So, man, Ramirez makes me want to watch more Indians games. Uh, but I think it's for me, it's Nick Chubb, uh, the best player on that team, uh, the best player on the field most of the time, uh, whether he's getting the ball enough, in our opinion or not. He is a uh, no flash, hard hat kind of running back, which is which is somewhat rare uh, in this day and age, uh, who just does his job and just wants to help the team win. His yards per carry is absolutely ridiculous, and his yards after contact is absolutely ridiculous. So uh, I'm, I'm giving it to Nick Chubb this year. 
Tommy? Uh, ben Gamble. I like to go with honorable mentions. No, um, I'm going. No, I, I agree with Chuck. It's, it's Nick Chubb. He is my favorite athlete probably in Cleveland right now. And because he is what Cleveland's all about. He's a hardworking guy. There's no flash. There's nothing. He scores a touchdown. He hands a ball off to the ref and walks off the field. He doesn't care. He doesn't want the flash. He doesn't want the celebrations. He comes to work and does his job. He's top three in the NFL, uh, in my opinion. Uh, I don't want anybody besides Nick Chubb. So that's my guy right there phil i can't argue well i'm going to argue with nick chubb i'm not going to argue with him really i think that's a great choice like I mean, he's amazing he's top three running back in the nfl right now when he's healthy but i'm going to give my what's this called the sea town town goat the sea town goat for 2021 i'm going to give to miles garrett obviously he, he broke the team's sack record and there's still games to be played so that's pretty impressive uh, but the dude is he's the opposite of Nick Chubb in so many ways, because Nick, like you guys said, Nick Chubb is just going to go out there and do his job and not talk about it. Miles Garrett's going to go out there and do his job and talk a lot about it. And that's fine. (laughs) But I think Miles Garrett is a generational player where the running back in the NFL, there's another Nick Chubb coming out of the draft this year and next year and the year after that. And just where does he land and who does he play for? And I love Nick Chubb. He's a great choice. I, I, and I love you guys. You're, my choices, but miles Garrett, <laughs> miles Garrett is my sea town goat because I think wow. that guy, he's a game changer. That guy is even at, at 50% at the end of the year, last year in the playoffs, you got to know what he's doing and you got to game plan against that guy. And if you don't hold him on every play, you're screwed. Well, this is going to be interesting. I'm actually going to give mine to Katie Najat. Just feel like the Olympics is only like a once every four year thing. And she's got like this individual competition and she won a gold medal and she's from the city. And I think that's a really cool thing. So the winner of the Seatown goat for 2021, though, is going to be Nick Chubb because he gets, he gets two out of the, the four votes. So congratulations, Nick Chubb. You are the Seatown goat for 2021. Next category, best Cleveland sports moment of the year. Golden tower. First nominee, January 10th, 2021. The Cleveland Browns beat the Pittsburgh Steelers in the playoffs 48 to 37. Next nominee, August through October, Emmanuel Classe's emergence as a legit closer. During those months, he gave up one earned run. Next nominee, July 29th, 2021, Cavs draft Evan Mobley at number three in the NBA draft. Next nominee, November 16th, baseball team settles with the flat track roller derby team over the use of the name <laughs> Guardians. <laughs> and our honorable mention, for best Cleveland sports moment of the year, Denko and Burke win the Kosar Cup on the year. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, I expect you to have some uh, integrity and, and not be too biased in this one, but what's your best Cleveland sports moment of the year? Uh, Denko and Burke won the, uh, the, the Cup. <laughs> yeah. oh. um, I knew I shouldn't have had that no. honorable mentions. Way in. to go to me first. No. Uh, this is a Brownstown beating Pittsburgh after, you know, beating them in week uh, what, 16 now and, uh, you know, whatever it was. Uh, Browns getting a playoff win. It's finally getting the Browns in the discussion for being one of the top football teams, you know, in the NFL, but also to do it against Pittsburgh and to go into their place and beat their asses yeah. was in, really nice. Against Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh is pretty right. sweet. Yeah. yeah. No matter what happens Monday night, uh, that playoff win was, was, was pretty sweet. Phil, how about you? It's definitely the Browns over the Steelers in that playoff game. So many monkeys were ripped from our back, so to speak in that moment, right? Like you're, we made the playoffs. We hadn't done that all but once in the last 20 years. And now we're going for our first playoff win. 
So check that box. And oh, by the way, it has to be done in Pittsburgh against the Steelers, which we all know that even in years where the Browns look like they're the better team going to Pittsburgh and winning is, is next to impossible for, for our beloved team. So that's it for me. I, I think that Browns Steelers playoff win is huge. I will never forget the excitement during and after the game and just the cameras focusing on the tears streaming down the Steelers faces. <laughs> Chucky, how about you? The class A stats insanity. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Mobley thing is exactly who I wanted in the draft. Mm-hmm. And I think if we revisit this in three years and, you know, he's 20 pounds heavier and dominating games, it's, it's one thing. But if, I think Tommy and Phil are right for guys in our age group. That playoff win was the most important thing that's happened in Cleveland sports since the Cavs won a championship. Uh, there hasn't been a, a playoff Browns game since what, the late 80s? Oh, uh, no, I'm sorry. There was one. No, in, they, they lost to uh, Pittsburgh in yeah, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. I, sh- I should say playoff win since yeah. the right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, that's but right. To do it. To, to do it against what we perceive as our biggest rival still, but Pittsburgh really doesn't anymore. The joy. I didn't know what that felt like until that day. So for me, it's that that's the biggest moment in the last few years for me as a Cleveland fan. Yeah. It might've been one of like the top three nights of my entire life, let alone like sports and (laughs) last year, but here, here we go, man. Our first ever, everybody gives the golden tower together. Um, My vote is for January 10th, 2021. And the Browns win in that game too, man. That's a that's a huge, huge thing. So congratulations. I don't really know who gets this award. <laughs> Maybe we send it to Stefanski. <laughs> do we uh, do we call that? He the wasn't R even Kelly? there though. The, the, the unanimous Golden Tower becomes. <laughs> oh, the that's R right. Kelly. He wasn't there. Let's give it to Baker. Oh, that's right. Think, yeah. No, we've got to give it to the fake Stefanski, whoever the special teams coach is. <laughs> Mike, yeah. Mike Preford. Yeah, Mike, Mike Preford. Preford. Yeah. Top care Stefanski. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move away from just Cleveland, our one and only national sports award, the Koi Golden Tower for the cut of the year in the sports world. <laughs> Attaboy. Yeah. Your first, your first nominee for the Koi, Urban Meyer, hired a racist <laughs> strength coach, kicked a player, danced with a girl on an off day. All right, he wins. All right, next, let's move on. <laughs> your next nominee, Bob Baffert, drugged a horse and the horse died. Next nominee, COVID ruined everything. Final nominee for 27 consecutive years, OJ. Honorable mention, Burke, (laughs) for ducking Chuck so many times on this show. So wow. Phil, who's your who's your to c- the year? Honorable mention was Burke, so he's ineligible. Yeah, you can't vote for Burke. Yeah. <laughs> right? I would. Don't I worry, I'll do vote for me in a little bit. I would. I would do that. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go Urban Meyer because I, I feel like the fall from grace there was so fast and so steep. Uh, he's writing books about leadership one minute, and the next minute he's doing everything you just described. <laughs> My uh, cunt of the year goes to Urban for sure. Chucky qualified. That's for sure. But I think it's got to be COVID. Um, yeah, hard to vote against, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If we're, if we're stepping away from even the sports world and talking about work or family life or whatever, uh, it's affected uh, a, a number of us uh, who are on this pod in one way or another. But overall, if you're giving a, a kind of a year award, it's got to be to a pandemic. So it's COVID. <laughs> Tommy. Yeah, I would, uh, I guess I, kind of agree with that it just kind of screws with everything this whole year and and let's say what are we going on three years now that this is a uh, screwing with everything so yeah it's getting extremely annoying so hopefully uh we're getting to a point where we can maybe move past this covid's a c- all right thanks 
Perfect. All right. Well, I'm giving mine to Baffert uh, because although I don't know we'll ever have scientific proof that drugging that horse killed it, that sucks. Mine goes to Baffert. Denko goes to Meyer. So, hey, COVID. Congratulations. <laughs> nice. You're yeah. the kid of the year. You, you win the Koi Golden Tower for 2021. And it was Medina and Spirit, I, not Medina. We are, apologies yeah. to Medina. Yeah. Well, we've apologized to Medina already. <laughs> and hopefully, knock on wood, we don't have a second year where COVID gets nominated for this award. No. I'd hate to be doing this again next New Year's Day. Fellas, why don't we move away from the sporting world in general uh, and take a look back at our show for 2021 and hand out some golden towers to ourselves. First category is the best scale of the year. Your first nominee was from episode 13. Scale of one to 10, 10 being pegging your jeans, one being a satin starter's jacket. How cool is this? In reference to the Perseverance Mars rover landing. Your next nominee, episode 27, scale of one to St. Ides, whose former spokesmen include the entire Wu-Tang Clan. How gross is the starting pitching right now after the Indians starting rotation started to fall to injury? Next nominee, episode 35, scale of one to 10. One being LeBron's 2016 Game 7 block. Ten being Sean Kemp eating Whoppers during Cavs timeouts. How excited are you for this pick regarding Evan Mobley's selection in the draft? And the last nominee, episode 50, scale of one to five. Five being an uppercut, one being a playful slap. How bad a nut punch was it to learn Colin Sexton will be out for the season? Denko, which scale wins the Golden Tower for 2021? Ah, wow. That's, that's harder to follow than your flipping scales. Um, I think, uh, <laughs> yeah, my personal favorite amongst those four is probably one of the first two. I know the second one was the, the one to St. Ives. What was the first one? One to 10, jeans. 10 being pegging your jeans, one oh, being a satin starter yeah. jacket. And that's when we talked about Chucky's satin starter jacket. Uh, I'm going to go with one to St. Ives because I think we, we came back to that many times <laughs> jokingly <laughs> as we stumbled across the other scales. All right, Chucky. It's one for me because anytime you bring up satin starter, there is nothing better in the history of any fashion I ever wore than a satin starter jacket year one, not year two with the parka, not year three with the three quarter zip year one satin starter will always be my favorite jacket I ever owned. Tommy, how about you? Uh, I'm going to give one to the, uh, the, you know, the LeBron championship and then Sean Kemp eating whoppers or whatever it was. Uh, I definitely enjoy that. Brings me back to the days when we, we thought we actually had something bring Kemp to Cleveland, even though he was at least 430 pounds. <laughs> well, all right. So the best scale golden tower goes to episode 35 the LeBron Sean Kemp scale. Cause Damn. that's my favorite oh. one too. <laughs> oh, nice. because I remember going to Cavs games when Sean Kemp played for them and uh, watching oh. him get out on a fast break all by himself and being too fat to dunk. At yes. Point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. All right. Next category, the Gerber golden tower, worst predictions of the year. <laughs> your first nominee you remember during the ncaa tournament when i predicted an alabama win with 11 seconds left in the game and i was wrong yeah next nominee i repeatedly predicted the milwaukee bucks were secretly shitty and they won a title <laughs> next nominee during spring training i predicted mike freeman would be the extra utility infielder for the tribe he was cut three days later <laughs> final nominee 
When the NFL schedule was released, I predicted the Browns would be 16 and 0 going into week 17. So Tom, what's the winner for the Gerber Golden Tower of 2021 for the worst prediction of the year? I'm not sure how you go 16 and 0 for the Browns. So I'm going to have to go with that one. That was definitely uh, that was out there. I I love the enthusiasm. Uh, I love your love of the Browns to say that they'd be 16 and 0 going to week 17 might be my favorite one. Yes, there is my favorite one. Let's call it so. Nope. So the worst prediction, I noticed there was no honorable mention there. I, I feel like you had at least a fifth worst prediction. <laughs> you know, it was, it was really hard to go back and try to find these. Like that was yeah. that was the hardest yeah. part. Well, I remember many terrible predictions. The um I, I if you have another one you want to throw in there, I'm, no, no, I'm no. Weird, I, I do I do remember the the Alabama one is is near and dear to me because Chuck and I were ahead of you in that particular game. And, and you were predicting it as we're watching. I'm like, what, what is he talking about? Like, the, guy, the guy just hit a three. It's going to overtime. Like, what? <laughs> so, so that was pretty funny just because of the timing of it, but the worst prediction had to be, yeah, 16 and 0 Browns. Um, I don't know that the Browns could be 16 and 0 in a 32 game season. <laughs> I don't make a damn bit of sense. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> you got to win the first 16, and then you lose the last, next 16. It's yeah, still sure, not sure. going to happen. <laughs> Chucky, go ahead. What was the second one? Because that's where I think I landed. Uh, I repeatedly predicted the Milwaukee Bucks mm. were secretly shitty. That one. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, oh, yes. It's funny you say that, because I was going to vote for <laughs> yeah, that, and I forgot yeah, that was yeah, my I think, one, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to fault you for the Browns being 16-0, and 0 because, you know, we all kind of make predictions with our heart when it comes to the Browns, but you rode that horse for a long time about the Bucks being secretly <laughs> shitty. I mean, that lasted a good two months almost. I still uh, think they are. They proved, yeah, I, I mean, they, they, they proved you Thanks, wrong. Tom. So that's, yes, I that still might agree. be your worst prediction. That's your worst prediction, Amaya. Anybody who wins an NBA championship yeah. that you basically buried for two months. Uh, not, <laughs> not shitty. I love the Alabama game. Um, that was a lot of fun, and it almost played into our next category because if you listen to that outtake, we, we had a good time with the fact that I completely <laughs> blew that. Um, I think we might end up with a tie because I really think it's the Milwaukee Bucks because I yeah. felt in my heart that I was right, that they weren't that good, and I thought I was like cutting-edge sports talker, and I was not. I, I was as wrong so as I, I am with everything else. I can Phil, break do you want to change your vote? I can break that tie because I was, I was yeah. leaning that way, and I was yes. the – recipient of that question oh, yeah. every week yep. yeah. for two every months. week so um i'll break that tie and i agree with the uh, milwaukee's milwaukee bucks prediction is being awful because they won a championship <laughs> <laughs> and yet still shitty <laughs> they won the whole thing That's right. um all right so Giannis, watch out for fedex uh your gerber golden tower <laughs> is coming your way I was wrong. You were right. I'm not that smart. You are. I'm not very good looking. You're quite yeah, attractive. You're very true. Um, yes. <laughs> the Gerber Golden Tower goes to my prediction that the Bucks were secretly shitty on their way to winning a title. All right. Next category. Best outtake. And we are about to reach a whole new level of technical proficiency on this show. Your you're first. Gonna play, you're going to play the outtake. Your first nominee. Oh, my God. We're doing this. Episode 27. We ready to start these? Uh, Are we opening them up now? Let's do it. I want to see how quickly my little cold sensor turns to warm. The the moment this thing popped, uh, just a smell came (laughs) flying out. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, Uh, this is good. It's as good as I remember. Cheers, Tommy. Cheers, Tommy. God, once it hits the lips, so good. That's delicious. You know what? That's not that bad. Yeah, it's not awful. (laughs) 
30 minutes into our 40s. And I got to tell you something. This is still going down really smooth, and I'm having yeah. a really yes. great time. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm almost, yeah. I'm almost finished. Why does it sound like we're blowing each other out? <laughs> I, I and I am going to the restroom. I, I need to go to the bathroom and get yes, another drink. I'm going to the yes. I need to get another oh, drink. Good. Get oh, your shit together. I'm finishing this right now. I should have bought two of these. <laughs> wow. How do you, first of all, how do you beat that one? First of all, it sounded like an orgy, a weird orgy, <laughs> the worst orgy ever. Um, it's a golden shower. Yeah, definitely a golden shower, golden tower, whatever you want to call it. That was Holy episode Jesus. 27. Your next nominee is from episode 34. It's still eerie. So like they gave work, gave me a ticket for it. And on the ticket, it had like a lobster because I get lobster and it was just like cut off of like notebook paper with a lobster on it. Like, yeah, uh, I don't like lobster. How was so the I lobster? I didn't eat it. Okay, I was going to say, <laughs> I, that doesn't sound like uh, something you no, would eat. I don't like lobster, but more importantly, I don't think I would eat lobster at an amusement park if I had to. <laughs> Amusement park lobster is probably not great. Yeah. Chef's kiss. Yeah. yeah. It's right above like gas station lobster. <laughs> right. <laughs> right below like Indian casino buffet lobster. Uh, uh. Oh, lobster. <laughs> so great. All right. So that was uh episode mm -hmm. 34. That's amusement park lobster. Yes. Your next nominee from episode 47 that the Guardians roller derby team, Phil, was a flat track roller derby team and not a pitched track roller derby. I, I think that's what I, it's called. What else I was aware. I was be. aware because it was very specific when they said something in the news this week that the yeah. they described them as the flat track roller right. derby team. Yeah. I'm like, it's a slap in the face to roller yeah. derby. Flat yeah. track. Flat You're track. just at a roller skating rink. So the dumbest thing is the tribe not offering this roller rink guardians six figures. Like just give them six figures. Like it's yeah. it's nothing. It's absolutely yeah. nothing. Let them put a rink out in center field, whatever, like on an off night, and let them have home games. Match. All home games are in the outfield. There, put the, the <laughs> just smattering of the, eight uh... fans, like their their mom and their weird uncle came to watch. Yeah. <laughs> all right so that's um from episode 47 that's your flat track roller rink you guys last one episode 50 i think taco <laughs> needs to play more uh for one thing taco should get at least Two 15 to, to 20 minutes, minutes a night taco yeah. sucks yeah let's double his sucks, time man. let's double his time no and get him like a minute and a half and see what he does with it <laughs> Ah, uh, that's okay. I don't think that's the problem. <laughs> unless, more unless, height. Unless we need more height. <laughs> unless Taco's going to run the points. I don't think that we no. really need him. That I want to watch. All right, so those are your four nominees for the best outtakes of the year. That's uh, episode 27, Sipping 40s. Episode 34, Amusement Park Lobster. Episode 47, Roller Skating Guardians. And episode 50, Taco should be playing more. <laughs> so, Denko, yeah. who wins the Golden Tower for best outtake of the year? For me, it's the Amusement Park Lobster. 
not only should that be the name of our band if we ever decide <laughs> to come together musically, uh, but that man, my face hurts just hearing it again. I was laughing so hard. Amusement park lobster for me, Chuck. I think it's the 41 for me, uh, just because I had so much trepidation about <laughs> drinking malt liquor leading up to it because I knew it didn't mix well with me, at least in my younger years. But we all were pleasantly surprised how oh, smooth yeah. it was. Yeah. It was great. And we all needed another drink halfway into the show. But <laughs> but the, the most important part of it is that we were celebrating Tommy's achievement. Yep. So for me, that's the most important outtake that we, we we celebrated Tommy while drinking malt liquor and malt liquor hasn't touched these lips, I think, since Four Loco came out, uh, maybe in the early 2000s. I'll keep in mind that that was only our first episode with 40s. We've done another one. Yes, yeah, sure. Like we've, we've really embraced the 40. Tommy, how about yes. you? Outtake um, of the year. I love amusement park lobster. That is that is outstanding. But I, I have to agree though with the the forties. Everybody just throwing out their comments as as it went on, bringing everybody into it, and just just it was just funny that uh, everyone had kind of their take on how bad it was, but yet how great it was to drink those forties. All of these are really good, and I will tell you that I listened to every outtake segment for the entire year this past week. Uh, and to get it down to four was really tough. I'm going in on the 40s as well. Uh, and so our best outtake golden tower will go to episode 27, <laughs> sipping 40s. I actually, for what we just played, I cut that down about two and a half minutes. There's a lot more discussion from that outtake about the 40s. I love Chuck's I am plowed. <laughs> so much. I can't stop laughing when I hear that. So I'm with you guys on episode 27, although... They're all really great. Final category and final golden tower of the night. Best episode of the year. Your first nominee, episode 15, March 10th, 2021. We predicted the tribe bench players and we were way off. Like I mentioned earlier, <laughs> we discussed Trevor Bauer pitching with one eye closed. And that might be the last time we ever mentioned that guy on this show. Yeah. Um, but that was our live pod of the NBA dunk contest, which I think ended up turning out like really good. Next nominee, episode 27, May 31st, 2021. This was our Memorial Day episode. It was our first episode with 40s. We were celebrating Tommy losing 40 pounds. And during that episode, we talked about the Counting Crows new album. Next nominee, episode 33, July 19th, 2021. This was Miller's first episode, which in and of itself was just a, an amazing experience. We talked defense on 13 Shades of Brown, and we looked back at 1995 Summer Jams. And last nominee, episode 43. This was the episode that closed the yearly trip. We covered a Browns win, and we had our 1990s trivia from the trip. So episode 15, NBA Dunk Contest. Episode 27, 40s on Memorial Day. Episode 33, Miller. Episode 43, end of the yearly trip and trivia. Tom, what's your best episode golden tower for 2021? I'm going to go with that last one. That was fun to listen to, just especially with the trivia. I mean, it's hilarious because Shantz loved every question. <laughs> every question to him was the greatest question he's ever heard, which is just so great. Just to kind of do that with everybody there. Uh, you know, on the trip or whatever. And it was just, I just think that was a good time. I enjoyed that episode a lot. Phil, 
This is hard. I, I like Tommy's choice there because, you know, peek behind the curtain here to all our dear listeners. We recorded the first part of that episode, the four of us live in my living room. Yep. That's um, after a four day trip that I don't yeah. know how we, even, yeah. I don't even know how we hit, <laughs> hit record on anything <laughs> by the time we were right, recording. Right, that, right. that has a, an interesting place in my heart, of course, looking back at the episodes, but I'm going to go with the Memorial day episode for a couple reasons. The forties was something to Chuck's point, I think we were all a little hesitant, like, e, like, all right, what did we just sign up for? Oh, we here? were all afraid of that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, oh man, I remember the week leading up to that. We're all texting pictures of, Hey, I got my 40. Did you get your 40? I got my 40. And like, you know, like, oh God, this is really a huge buildup uh, for something that we ended up enjoying. But to Chuck's point earlier, I think what it represented uh, was huge, right? That was a big, a big milestone for, for Berkey and his weight loss. Anytime we can celebrate any one of us reaching a goal with malt liquor, I'm all in. Chucky, we need more goals. Yeah. Oh, really? I'll come up with good ones. Uh, The 41 will be special to me forever because I conquered my fear of malt liquor while celebrating (laughs) Tommy. Uh, The Miller episode is fantastic because his his mind works so much differently than than mine does. He's like three steps ahead of everybody else. So that was a really great episode. But personally, uh, and I think it's it's personal because it's us. uh, It's the the trip episode uh, because it's it's once a year where uh, at least 80% of us are together in the same room. And if it wasn't entertaining for anybody else, I, I don't give a shit because uh, <laughs> to spend time, uh, yeah, not, not only to, to, to spend time with guys I consider brothers, but to laugh uncontrollably and, to, and then listen back and like, like to hear Sean's laugh or Miller scream out. Uh, we have a really special friendship uh, between all of us. Uh, so I can listen to that episode and, and, and feel that every time I hear it. Uh, and plus, it feels right. Like, I don't know how we put together that Browns thing in, in his in his living room. Uh, <laughs> also drinking also drinking high life. So while we yeah. were doing it, right. like we like we needed more booze. But uh, to me, that's my favorite episode, mostly because it just makes me think of like a weekend with uh, some really important people in my life. Boy, this is tough because I, I love all the yearly trip stuff, man. You guys know that that's obviously like a big and important thing with all of us but man that memorial day episode was so much fucking fun <laughs> we had such a great time and a yeah. lot of like great little like memories from this show come out of episode 27 so we're gonna give out two golden towers for best episode because i'm with phil I'm voting for episode 27, the Memorial Day 40s, Tommy hitting a milestone. And I think what tips it for me is that we talked about the crows in that episode, man. And that was that was big. So I don't know if we're putting for splitting this one and giving out two trophies for Golden Towers for best episode. But I don't care because it's my show. And I get to do what I want. (laughs) So best episode of the year is a tie between episode 27 and episode 43. All of them have been fantastic. I appreciate the hell out of the amount of time um, that you guys are willing to give to this show and the amount of fun that we're having together. And so we'll close the book on 2021 and we're going to look forward to some big and exciting things in 2022. Uh, But boys, we are out of time. I am out of questions for now. And we did a bunch of the show without mentioning Arnold Schwarzenegger and Maria Shriver finalized their divorce after more than 10 years of being separated (laughs) with that news confirming that the golden tower for worst job divorcing goes to the Terminator. (laughs) I hope you guys have a great week and let's get together and do this again real soon. Sounds good, bro. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) 
Hey, everybody, it's Chuck, Chuck Golden Towers. <laughs> Golden showers might have been better. Bird. <laughs> Well, thanks no for saying the, the, the quiet part loud thanks Tom <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, we'll... <laughs> ready for your first golden towers yes yes who's All to right. say it's my first <laughs> yes let's get to the well... <laughs> <laughs> who's your sea goat sea... I'm tough. sorry fuck Chucky mm. Uh, so hey, oh, <laughs> sorry, hey, buddy. This is the Watch wrong it. category to be using. No, it's no, perfect. He's he's you seven. Can't hear a damn thing. <laughs> can't What's hear. up, buddy? <laughs> Logan Dinko's uh, first appearance on the pod. Thanks for joining nice. us. Nice. Yeah, we Looking got all good. sorts of celebrity guests on the award show today. Oh yeah. What's he uh, wearing? Uh, that was sleep, sleepy. I'm sorry, who's he wearing? Sleepy, <laughs> sleepy Snorris Rex is what that was. Nice, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, creepy there for a moment, Tom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean who? Sorry. I mean who? Sorry, Chuck. Chucky, <laughs> oh, no, go sorry. ahead. We can maybe move past path past this. Go ahead and cut that. Cobra's got uh, a stick. No <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, stick. Yeah, I got a stick. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> exactly um, how I hoped tonight was gonna go. <laughs> yes. Scale of one to Saint Ides, whose former spokes. <clears throat> when the NFL skip, sorry, final nominee. We discussed Trevor Bauer pitching with one eyes. One <clears throat> My face hurts. <laughs> Can we pause for one second so I can sure. have, have a drink during this? It'd be great. Oh, I'll go get another oh, beer then. Oh, God, that hurt. That hurt a lot. <laughs> I forgot about that one, actually. I wish you could see my list of all the of, of all the different outtakes that were out there. There's two outtakes that I can go to in, in, in a moment where I need to like, man, I'm just not right. I need some cheering up right now. And it doesn't matter what shit I'm dealing with. If I go to the outtake of, of Tersix commercial yep, or, or the outtake of your, your Italian cursing, my yeah. entire mood yeah. is 180 degrees. Like it just, it doesn't yeah. matter. Like I'm good. I'm good to go. <laughs> could, could have been honorable mentions. Um, yeah. You know, the other, like the Tersic one doing his commercial, um, oh god you guys laughing that was the, 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 you remember you remember tammy and the tito frank tersic yes oh my that god was that was fantastic too yeah um, tito frank tersic oh that's yeah. right tito you have tito frank tersic there you go like two youths phil yeah i did is that a my cousin Vinny joke it is yeah i heard that yeah. Yeah. two youths What's a youth? That's a youth. <laughs> I went and saw the new Spider-Man movie yesterday afternoon, oh, and uh, Mar Marissa Tomei's in it. You know, because she's in all the new Spider-Man movies. She uh, still she's bringing pretty it, good, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, yeah. Marissa yeah. Tomei is still I mean, still got a fastball. She, she got to be like sixty, right? Fifty-five Boy, to sixty. Oh. Yeah. Something Let me ask like my that. supercomputer. Hold on. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> hey, Phil. How could a guy like you, so bald, so quirky, <laughs> be single? Fifty-seven. Yeah, there's Arnold Schwarzenegger no. took 10 years. It's just damn it, yeah, Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. I didn't know about that. Always one fucking step ahead of me, Rambaldo. My dad subscribes to Arnold Schwarzenegger's like email um sure, uh, newsletter. Yes, that's hilarious. Email. Does he write it himself? 
It's awesome. Yeah, he does. Uh, and my dad forwards it to me and I can't, it's, it's really good. It is really good every time I read it, but it's so flipping long. It takes me, it takes me longer to read Arnold Schwarzenegger's email, weekly email, than listen to our podcast twice. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. I'm like, oh, I can't, I gotta go. I gotta go to work. Yeah, I just wish email. he would do an audio version so you could listen to Arnold uh, read. Yeah, that read would it, be better. Yeah. That would be better. And that his accent has never improved in God knows how many years in America. Jeez. Oh, you know what? I'm on I'm on Bill Burr's side of this, man. Um, until you go to another country and become like a mega superstar and get elected to run <laughs> yeah, right. one of their largest <laughs> states, you can't make fun of anything that Arnold is doing. All right, well, I'm, only, um, I'm only 45. Give me some time. Current affairs with me senior year. And San Filippo was our teacher. I don't know. And we and we <laughs> I don't remember. And we 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 it's crawled across a floor into the library and stole the lion off of the bookshelf. I did that with you. Was twice. that was that was Dinko? Was that you? <laughs> I wasn't in your class, but somehow I, we coordinated that I stole the lion with you a couple of times. <laughs> maybe maybe you were like the hall monitor outside that classroom or something like that. Uh, I, Chucky, I thought that was you and me. It might have Kristen been. Dolan. We're in San Filippo's current affairs class, and and he did nothing. Like it was just like, <laughs> here's an article, everybody read it. And I remember him explaining like shit shower shave to us. <laughs> you know? Well, no, no. Before you go on a date, you know, you that's a current shit affair. Shower and shave. Yeah, that's, that's like, true. All right, man. Like yeah, that makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> that should be in health class, not in current affairs. <laughs> Oh boy, Mister Coach Hasanall told me called. Didn't he teach health to me? Oh God, it Coach Has. I didn't Coach have Has for health. Oh, I had uh, I had Sister <laughs> the drunk nun. I had her. Yeah, Thank you. Were, you and I were in the same class. We we're in health. the same health class. Freshman yeah. year, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, in the, in that one of those like weird classrooms, the auxiliary of the new like, gym. Yeah, it was like, like, yeah. like we could never gym. get there in time because the right, classroom right. itself was yeah. ten minutes away. Yes. Like, son of a That's bitch. where I had it with Haz. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tasty bleach. Yeah, Do you we, know we never bleach? tasted bleach. Straight bleach. One. People were putting straight bleach on its mouth. Oh yeah, yeah just like yeah, wiping yeah, it yeah. down, and then you're, yeah. you you yes, had to go down yeah, and like yeah, like disgusting. French kiss this bleach. Disgusting. Do you know I've I been? Think, I think Burke stopped talking to us like forty minutes ago. We ready to start these? Uh, Are we opening uh, them up now? Let's do it. I want to see how quickly my little cold sensor turns to warm. Wow. <laughs> the, mo the moment this thing popped, uh, just a smell. <laughs> oh yeah oh god uh, this is good it's as good as i remember cheers tommy cheers oh tommy. god once it hits the lips so good oh that's delicious that's gonna you know what that's not that bad yeah it's not awful it's not bad now it's when really it's not that cold. bad so the right. key is we have to drink this fast yeah <laughs> i can't drink stuff warm tammy and asked me if we had to drink the whole liquor. thing do you, do you have to drink the whole thing? I'm like, I don't know. I guess so. We never really talked about it. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. Nobody well, can see my arms as I pour it out next to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll clean up the mess. I don't yeah. mind. Look It'll how much I drank. It. It's gone. <laughs> Holy crap. I got, I got to tell you, man, this isn't too bad when it's ice cold. Yeah. Hey, my cold symbol is white now. And I just but realized but the bullshit no of the cold symbol. Right. Oh, yeah, there's there's no, too? They need to know you guys here. They need to put yeah, it down yeah. here. They Why put is it, it up, here? up here? 
So right. in 25 yeah. minutes of yeah. drinking a 40, it tells you how awesomely yeah. cold yeah. it is. Great. But later, yeah. later yeah. down here, when it's the the right. temperature of urine, there's, right. no, there's no symbol. There's no symbol this for is that. Actually, still. So we're no um, urine roughly symbol. 30 minutes into our 40s. And I gotta tell you something. This is still going down really smooth, and I'm having yeah. a really yes. great time. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm almost, <laughs> yeah. I'm almost finished. I don't even have that much left. Yeah. Yeah. I am plowed right now. <laughs> I, I and I am going to the restroom. I, I need to go to the bathroom and get yes, another drink. I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> I need to get another drink. Well, that's oh. what the breaks are for. Get oh. your shit together. I'm finishing this right now. I should have bought two of these. <laughs> I still got a while to go, man. This Catch was up. way better than I thought it would be, though. Yeah. Yeah. It was even all more. in all, the 40s yeah. have been like, I could do this again tomorrow. I don't know what this <laughs> says about us, but I, um, I drink this 40 much faster than I ever did in my twenties. True. Uh, because I've probably just gotten used to alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, no, maybe the glass was holding us back. Maybe, 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 maybe. Yeah, it's, you got a bigger opening than I've got. Too. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It is. It's, like, and it's light. It's really light. It is. <laughs> yeah. This is wonderful. Yeah. I've got like, I've got like tension in my arm here. I'm, it's, it's, yeah. It's hurts. Maybe that was it. The, the overuse <laughs> injury. We would, uh, we would liquor in your in arm. Like that that was ugh, that wasn't even warm at the end of it, which is amazing. Yeah, mine's still not. Mine's mine's still good. All right, I'm gonna go to the bathroom and then I'm, I'm gonna get another drink. I'm gonna get another beer, a real yeah. beer, I think. Fuck else do we have to do? I'm scared to get up though. And I, I'll, I'll make this quick, but I could share a story that happened to me that was almost like that. So in college. When we're working out for baseball, Albert Bell is a free agent. So he is working out with us, with his personal trainer. And don't look at him. Don't talk to him. Don't. Okay, cool. So there's one guy on our team who's that dude and goes, hey, after we work <laughs> out, we're going to run basketball. Do you want to play? And Albert Bell says, absolutely. So I am on the team opposite of Albert Bell. And I decide <laughs> oh, it's going man. to be a great idea he is driving the lane that I am going to step in front of him. Oh, you're going to take the charge. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to fundamentals take fundamentals first. Chuck. Yeah. I love so it. I, I plant, I take it. And Albert Bell literally jumps over me to dunk. And I was like, great. He knocked me out of my ass. And then he, he looked down, smiled and picked me up and helped me out. So I was like, all right, cool. So when I see Miles Garrett, who's probably twice the size of Albert Bell in real yeah. life, doesn't bother me at all. sure you're ready one take sure sure okay one fucking take tammy i know one take is it i had a i had a little thought on the way to the grocery store <laughs> like there is there is the dude who runs the indians <laughs> wait don't say it. his name is and i don't know like it's it's tito tentero it's like tito friend friend tino tito keep going tito you're getting so close <laughs> It is Tito, right? Tito. Tito is his nickname, yeah. See, maybe that's where I'm getting to because it's like Tito Frank Tersic or Tito Tenterio Frank. His his first name is actually Terry. 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 No, no, Tito. If it's Terry, is Terry for Tito? Tito is because of the Tito is because of Terry. Okay, so then it's like Terry 
Francisco. Francona, really ah! close. Really close. I said that one. Really I said that close. one. Really, really close. Well done. My uh, my dad took us to a a WWE event at the Richfield Coliseum. Hell yeah! And it wasn't like one of the great <laughs> ones. Like I, I I feel like um, Chucky was there a guy who was like the honky tonk man? Yeah, it was yeah. the honky tonk yeah. man. Yeah, for sure. That guy he was like the ultimate warrior. warrior. <laughs> he he might have been like the intercontinental champion. Yep, you are that was, so right right now. That was you the, are absolutely uh, true. That was the big fight of the night. And I like, man, um, my old man was not a guy who had the ability to pay like big money for tickets for anything, you know, but uh, somehow he got a deal that we were in like the eighth row. I mean, we were right down. We, we were under the, 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 the ring, you know, like yeah, we, could, we were yeah, looking yeah. up at yeah. the ring. Um, and, uh, uh, junkyard dog was there. That's nice. Um, nice. Uh, my poor old man had to think that was the dumbest shit. The he had dumbest ever, shit ever. And my brother and I like, uh, <laughs> we, we like, it was like a dream. Funny. Funny like a clown? You didn't use you?